Okay, let's, uh, let's get this party started. Hey, interweebs. How's it going? Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Todd. I'm just going to turn that down a little bit. Hi, my name is Todd. Sorry, I am aware my microphone is apparently crackly as So, not happy about that, but I'll... We'll do what we can, because it's game time. It's game time. So that's the idea. Uh, so I hope you're having a wonderful evening. And uh, don't forget that if you're joining us live, you can play along with us. Make suggestions and uh, yeah. The only thing I say is no instant death, but you can make their lives very complicated. Uh, and hopefully uh, we can have a good time. All right, so let's meet the, uh, the people at the table again. Do all that. Hey, everybody. Bye, bye. Ah, Yo. Jesus, Gordon, Yo. scared the carp Yo. out of me. <laughs> Sorry, I had some late night work. No worries. That's that's a, a su not pseudonym. What's the word I'm thinking of? Our euphemism. Course. That's a euphemism, Euphemism's isn't it? Euphemism. Crouch, baby. <laughs> my role, like I got my role changed a week ago. So. Oh, hold on. Just so you know, we are on so the interwebs. Oh. oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Secrets. Let me just talk about my boss for a little while. <laughs> Here's no, it's a good their change, name. But... This is their LinkedIn profile. And help my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, if we're going to burn this bridge, let's burn it right to the ground. Through D&D. Yeah, that's the way I prefer to do things. All right, so we got some people joining us today, and I'm going to just be uh, setting up the game. I'll be playing the Dungeon Master, so I'll be making up the story and putting you guys through your paces. Uh, but thankfully, it's not just me. Uh, we got some lovely people here. Uh, let's start over here with uh, with uh, Hilda. Hi, this is Timely, and I will be playing Hilda Bonebraid, uh, who is a dwarf paladin. Recent dropout from... That's cool. And, you know, is now a part of the Strange Acquaintances and apparently fighting a tentacle monster. I forgot about that. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> we not are. Hilda. All right. Awesome. Then we, and I think I've got this correct. Uh, then we've got Steve. Say hey, Steve. Hello, internet people. People of the internet. Hope you're enjoying your nerd VPN this week. Oh, I was laughing so much at that the other day. Oh, that was hilarious. So yeah, um, and Steve is definitely our a resident. Um, what do you call it? Copywriter. He puts all the uh, the fake ads together for us, which I really appreciate. Thank you. <laughs> Improvised our... copyright. Exactly. He's our built-in sponsor. Yeah, it's a dangerous <laughs> game. <laughs> it's not Pepsi. Yeah. It's Porpsy. Delicious porpsy. Yeah, made from real porpoises. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you do have access to plenty of porpoises because you are on a boat. At least that's, you that's just, what your character says. When you just need really salty protein, you know? Reach for a porpsy. <laughs> a porpsy. Yeah. A little dabble, do you? Salty protein <laughs> shake. There you go. Original oh, recipe. Protein. Oh dear. Oh dear. First, first choice of whalers and sailors alike. Are you tired of getting tuna in your tuna? Get 
cut the middleman and just go straight to Porpsy. By the way, I don't endorse the eating of dolphins. I think we're going to get some some hate mail here. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that brings these us... Ads, these ads... These ads are played in the imaginary world, so anything goes. Absolutely true, 100%. It's we're not a real thing. We're advertising to our audience. We're advertising to our character's audience. <laughs> All right. And that uh, let's uh, meet up with our good friend, Gordon. I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, it, nope. Nope. Got the wrong camera on there. So we'll, we'll see if Carl is available. Let's go talk to Carl. Hi there. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. So, hey, Carl here. And I am playing Dave Tillman, man, your resident... Twilight Cleric. <laughs> nice. Secret anger issues. Oh, not so secret <laughs> for too much longer, I think. I think that, uh, I think the rage is bubbling. It's bubbling. All right, I'm so that's Dave Tillman. Resident Tortle. Stoner Cleric. Actually, that's right. that should be a cleric class. The Stoner Cleric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that brings us back. That's like, sorry, folks. Uh, and that brings us back around to Gordon. Hey, playing Rook, who is uh, a human rogue, who uh, is part of the Strange Acquaintances, Ray, on a boat. On a boat. Yeah, so you all find yourselves on a very large ship. I probably should load up the game over on, on Roll20. Um, and, oh, I hear it now, too. Very crunchy. Yuck. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Well, I, I have a different mic. I'll try that next time. Work! Um, but anyway, so we are going to be using some Roll20, and we're going to dive in in just a moment. A quick recap as you, um, find yourselves at sea. Gex. The tentacles wrapped around your waist aren't enough to cause pain, but they are hindering your movement. The waves lapping uh, dark beneath you, the edge of the dock rocking back and forth, the small platform, the raft that you're sitting on is um, probably about 20, maybe 30 feet wide and, and uh, only about maybe 10 or 15 feet long. You're connected uh, at the far end to the ship you came in on, the bullship, your sailing vessel. And so it's the vessel you've been learning on and you've been taking all the way uh, from Tazvarel on your way to the spines. And yet you managed to stop at this very unusual little goblin floating sprawl of a city on the water. However, um, after some, uh, let's, let's say some uh, uh, physical negotiation, as uh, Hilda managed to earn the respect of a very large goblin by wrestling him down. Um, little Big Girl uh, is, the, is the nickname in Goblin that she has earned. And since then, uh, you've all been welcomed here, trading and swapping stories, trying the, the ale, um, trying not to eat the food. And uh, it's been a pretty surprisingly a good evening here out on the waves on this makeshift city floating amongst the waves and the stars it is late it is probably approaching two in the morning and 
Gex has just left, having a little word with um, uh, a goblin kind of shaman by the name of Kel something. I forget now. We'll just call him Kel. And um, and you've been stepping out from the from the place, and he's been asking you, uh, could you please turn off your lanterns? And so you are about to give uh. that. You've just given that order, and the ship is starting to shut off its exterior lanterns. But a moment late. For now, you have find yourselves wrapped up in the tentacled creature of a massive octopi-like creature with these massive fangs instead of a beak. Um, its eyes twisted and, and mottled, and it's got about four or five different eyes stretching across it, what would be its forehead, its massive bulbous form piled high on the one edge of this raft. If you take a look over at your map, I have updated the visual a little bit. Oh. We cannot see it. I oh. cannot see it. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling out quite a bit. I, I see the same as, as last uh, last time. But... Yeah, let me reload it. My goodness. I... Techno nerd. <laughs> it's, it's towards the bottom. Yeah. Oh. Okay, never oh. mind. Now it's all dark. I can't see nothing. Have you tried turning it on and turning it on? I need an adult. On again? Is it working now? <laughs> an adult, you're an adult. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and on again? Oh, seriously. Just turn it all off. Just turn it off. My microphone, <laughs> the whole damn thing. God damn it, Kyle. What is happening? You can use Carl. Come on. I'm not offended. You don't have to, like, <laughs> modify the name. There's Still... enough memes of me out there. Come on. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to turn it all off. Just turn it off. And uh, we will just make it daylight. If I can, come on. What's with these buttons? I'll just roll in that one. No kidding. We're <laughs> off to a roaring start, folks. Now can oh, you I see, see it? something? There you go. I, I see, see it. it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, yeah. That's absolutely. Oh, of course, it revealed part that I didn't want you to see yet. Oh, well, <laughs> how about we just be role players and pretend we don't know it's what? there? We Whoa, can't play pretend. I, I, That's not what we do I here. Didn't... That's not what we do okay, here. So I'm being octopus. You are. So is Kelpo. Yeah, and Kelpo. Yeah. Thank you, Kelpo. I knew it was something like that. See, I, I always love when Gord is here and he gives me notes. I should write these down, but I don't need it because I've got a Gordon. <laughs> All right, so Kelpo, the um, the goblin, kind of one of the leaders there, he is busy being strangled, and he is not well. Kelpo, uh, and I'll give a, I'll put his nameplate on, so I don't forget. There we go. There's Kelpo being strangled, <laughs> and um, over there you can see uh, Gex and Rook, and you are. In, enwrapped in these tentacles. That's what those green things originally were. All right. So what do you want to... Uh, I think we're just going to... As uh, as they're being wrapped up, Tillman is charging forward. He's summoned his big beam of 
of um, moonlight, which is this circle right there. And uh, so that means that that bless is uh, no longer in effect. Exactly. However, uh, Hilda is busy charging along behind, but her shorter legs are making it a little bit slower for her to get there. So um, she will get there. Uh, I'm just going to ask, mostly because I forgot from the last game. Uh, can Off everyone... of initiative order. I was going to say, can everyone roll initiative? I was first. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find my notes, you can continue. Oh, Let me see. boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't see it. I know I was first. I know Gex was last. All right, I'll uh, tell you what, well, no, Gordon, it'll be me so last. you don't feel ripped off, I will let you have advantage on your initiative All right, roll. All, right. All, right. All, right. That All right. Just roll up. The initiative rolls are there. Boom. Oh, yeah. I guess that would at, also work. too. I had 22. Timely had 20. All uh, right. Gordon had 25. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Look I'll at that. Let's do that. I had 17. <laughs> yeah, look at Carl, this. What did you have? 17. 17. There it Tillman, is. Yeah, there you and go. what was Hilda again? Well done, 22? Gex. Steve. Uh, tw no, 20. You had 20. Hilda so had 20. You're still last. You're still last. <laughs> Actually, not, not as last. I knew why I, as I, knew why I, I wanted to hold on to it so bad. I had a nat 20. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't deny you a nat 20. Let's do this. All right. So I'm going to turn it off. The So coming up uh, top of the order, Rook, you go charging down the gangplank. What do you want to do? Okay. So I see Gex in front of me with uh, a tentacle wrapped around him. Do I see the monster? Is it close by? Is it actually on the raft, or is it that red thing? It has off climbed itself up on the raft. Do you see? There's the kind of pink rectangle. That is the raft, and yep. uh, and it is on one side, and the whole thing is listing pretty heavily to that side. This is a massive creature. It is probably twenty five feet, uh, but that's not including its legs. The actual base of it is about twenty five feet. And the 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 arms or legs tentacles extend a significant distance from that point. It is huge and terrifying. What do you want to do? Okay, am I within melee range of the tentacle around Gex? Or uh, yeah, you could. You're only about five feet of. You, let's say within a quick little couple steps, you could be within five feet of of Gex. I'm going to. Mm, actually, no, that won't work because I'd have to still move, right? Because I was going to use my bonus action for steady aim. Okay. Give myself advantage, and so I'm not quite at Gex. Um, I'm going to yell at the time others. If you it right, and the tentacle yeah. swishes past you, it would be within range. So if you wanted to hold okay. your attack, then you could do it then. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually just go for the, the, the head of the monster. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yell at, uh, I'll yell at uh, Hilda and, um, and Tillman to, to free them, like to free Gex and uh, Talco, but I'll like actually like steady aim, get my bow, uh, short bow out, and shoot the monster to, to distract it. Nice. All right. So um, you take your bonus action, get advantage, and go ahead and roll. Okay, okay. Uh, 
First roll. Second roll. 26. Ooh, that is not too shabby at all. All right, that definitely hits. Okay. Roll your uh, damage, so sir, and you do get... Um, uh, sneak it. Yeah. Yes. So is it all... The tentacles and everything, is it all considered one creature? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to use my whales from the grave. Oh, there we go. Now you can see it. There we That's go. Actually, a little too big. Let me just shrink that down. Just it's as big as your entire ship. All right. So I do uh, fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. Nice. All right. There. There. That's and the that tentacle one. that's holding rope. Oh. Uh, Gek. There we go. That makes more sense. Now you can see. I was wondering why you guys weren't like, "Where is it?" All right. Um, 15 damage. Nice job. All right. And, uh, you still have a little bit of movement no left movement. if you want it. Oh, okay. Can't do that with steady aim. So yeah, done. Oh, uh, cool. All right. That's your turn. Coming up next, Gex. So, is anybody within five feet of me? <laughs> Rook is. And Kelpo is about 10 feet away. Okay. I, I think I'll sort of do the same thing. I'll hesitate to get advantage because I'm going to slap this tentacle like <laughs> tomorrow. Slap it! While also using my Inflict Wounds spell Ooh. via the slap. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, so... Oh, oh my god. Uh, You're gonna Will Smith this octopus. I... <laughs> Oh, too soon. I'm sorry. Where'd you sleep on my hair? Oh, you had to go. Oh. I'm oh sorry. I had to. Okay, let's see if he pulls it off first. Uh, He's going to pull it off. Four. So, tw 23. Oh, that's it. And hit. then the, let me see what the damage is 3d10, right? And I'll just click on this thing. Plus, what do I get for the uh, hesitation? Would be a. Advantage. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, 16 damage. And then the spell. Oh, what now, is this? this just so you know, um, the uh, the sneak attack <laughs> damage is queued off a weapon attack. Just yeah. so you're aware. Oh. So never mind. That won't actually help. I mean, I could stab it because the spell still goes that way, but I think this spell, because this spell's confusing. It's a melee attack against a creature you can reach, so it doesn't say not a melee weapon. Yeah, but you'd have to hit with a melee finesse weapon. Like, you can't sneak attack off like a, a melee spell. Like, yeah. like a rapier that I happen to always have with me and use for my sorting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. but that couldn't cue the spell. Let me just double check something really fast. Well, um, okay, so, so outside here, player talking, that was what I was debating is whether I should, not knowing the mechanics, should I stab it or slap it, right? If the spell works with the sword, I'm going to use the sword. If it doesn't, I'm going to slap it. Um, so it's the make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach. On a hit, the target takes 3d10 necrotic damage. 
So it doesn't specify unarmed attack, unarmed strike. A rapier is melee. That's my interpretation, but I'm um, I feel like a slap sure. is funnier. Yeah, I think a slap is funnier, <laughs> and it, like oh, I think I think it's it pretty is. good damage on its own too. But yes, unfortunately, um, those don't stack. And I was just looking up the familiar yeah. rule, and I don't think familiars can trigger it either. I don't know. It's we odd. need to check that uh, interwebs. If you know, let us know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's All not right, what's it going to be. I'm slapping him, and Let's so say I'm doing. You're slapping it because your rapier is a ra like at your waist, and it's currently enveloped in tentacle. Yeah, so he's been slapped for 14 necrotic damage Ooh, and nice. uh, five bludgeoning damage. <laughs> That's a heck of a slap. You just slapped the <laughs> out of me. Yeah, there we go. Oh, too soon, too soon. That's funny. All right, just that's a heck of a slap, sir. Um, you can't actually move, unfortunately, so uh, you're kind of stuck there. Okay, coming up next, Hilda. You're still a All good right. fifty, probably fifty feet away right now. Hmm, but I do have use of the teleporting cloak that's right? a once a day thing so um, i'll tell you what we'll see if it recharged at midnight or if it would recharge in the morning so go ahead and roll uh, a d20 and if it's over 10 it recharged at midnight under the light of the moon 13 hey you do have use of the cape one more time go for it Okay, one more time. So, I actually, I can't see the, <laughs> the map. But I, I say I am going to be teleporting next to um, our good goblin friend. What All was right. his name again? Next to Kelpo? Helco. Save Kelpo. Kelpo. <laughs> He's printing I heeded, I heeded Brooke's words. And... Well, I should at least listen to him after teleporting him on the opposite direction last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so teleporting, that's an additional action, or is that movement? Um, I think that just is a bonus action, I think. Okay. So do I still get... Oh, hold, on, the hold on, hold on, you can, You can actually, if... If it's a bonus action, you could actually move action mm -hmm. dash to Kelpo and then teleport yourself and him out. But isn't Kelpo like currently being strangled? Which is why you can teleport both of you out. That's the benefit of Dimension Door, I think. Yeah, yeah, you could totally pull Doesn't... that off. Oh, okay. So yeah. if it is a bonus action, then. By all means, give the creature fewer targets. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Let me just double check if it's a bonus action. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, you could just use it to cast the dimension door as an action. Oh, so that is oh. an action. So, 
It wouldn't work as a bonus action, but it probably would work uh, if you wanted to haul your way in there and set it up for a next time. That would that could work. Mm. Your call. Okay. Or you could just teleport in and just kind of help Wreck free it. him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So if I okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna teleport next to Kelpo. Okay. Bam. You. That's your action to teleport next to Kelpo. Uh, let's say just past Kelpo, uh, or no, this side of Kelpo, maybe. You can probably see him a little better over there. So you are on the uh, edge of the dock, uh, fairly close to Gex, and um, you can see he, there's Kelpo there, just kind of totally tangled up in amongst all the rest of it. All right, you all do right. have a bonus if you have anything that would go on that, or a move action, technically. Hmm. What can I do? Let's see. Now, if I use Divine Smite, do I have to ready it? Uh, anytime you hit it, you can just pump a oh, Divine okay. Smite into it. Okay. But I can't. I don't have any attack. Unfortunately not, this town. Uh, oh. This time. Um, so... Kelpo is looking my... pretty rough. I am going What's... to... Mm. Who's looking pretty rough? Kelpo. 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 The Gobo boss. Gobo boss. <laughs> I am going to... Well, I, I guess I'm going to ready my weapons for my next turn all right or sounds good for any reaction shots from this creature all right nice all right coming up next tillman yes all right so i will wish to bring my moonbeam here as my action Right there. The and then I will move myself just a little closer. Absolutely. See if I have any bonus actions that not yet. And just remind not me yet. with Moonbeam, um, how much of a save is it again? It is uh, a con 12. Ooh. It is a pretty beefy creature, but that's yeah, a four. Yeah, we, we, we ascertained that last time. So that's a total of eight. So that's a fail. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right, so 2d10 radiant damage. Nice. This shimmering blue cylinder of moonlight just whoosh, cutting through the darkness. It, there's not even a moon out tonight. It's weird. Um, but the moonlight lights up this particular cylinder. And it just plays like almost like a spotlight across the deck. And where it touches the tentacle, the tentacle retreats as though burned. And then it shines onto the kind of the head of the creature. So does that mean that Kelpo and Gex are somewhat released from the tentacle? Um, I... Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to make it do another concentration save as well. Let me know how much damage it did. Oh, 11. Nice. Uh, it did, actually, if anything, 
the, the tentacles squeezed tighter in reaction because it did did a really good con save that time. Um, but it did take the 11 damage. All right. It's um well, it's still not showing any real signs of of uh, problem with the amount of damage you guys have been dealing. All right. Uh, oh, I'll leave that one there. That that'll be okay. So, um, coming up next. Uh, do you move closer? And that was your bonus. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That's right. Nice. Uh, coming up next, it is the Octo Creature. Um, so this thing already has Gex uh, and Kelpo all twisted up in some of these. And it shifts um, and another tentacle lashes out towards Hilda being pretty close to the target. Um, oh boy. Uh, does... Oh, that's not great. Uh, 16. Does that hit your AC? Uh, to me? Yeah, to Hilda. Uh, yes. Uh, my AC is 16. Alright. Oh, right. You're wearing a breastplate, right? Or is it chain, uh, chain mail? You did get your armor back, so... If I, did you have... get my, I did get back my plate armor. <laughs> That's right. So, your AC might be a little bit higher. Okay. I don't know. I forget how that all works. Mm. Anyway, it hit you. So it does go hit and grapples uh, and it'll do some bludgeoning damage. Let me just find my D8. There it is. I wish I had dice cam. I should set that up again. Uh, that's going to be um, eight points of bludgeoning damage and um, you are grappled, but you can escape it on your turn if you'd like. Okay. Uh, as this another tentacle comes across another one reaches out this time towards Rook it's got so many damn arms ooh <laughs> um, that's going to be a 23 to hit you uh, does that hit, hit your AC oh, oh yeah All 23 right. yeah you are grappled as well and that'll do oof 10 points of bludgeoning damage and wow. you are okay. restrained Nope, sorry. Just, yeah, grappled and restrained. All right. And uh, just for fun, because it didn't seem to um, enjoy that touch. Uh, that was a bad touch, Gex. That was a bad touch. So it's going to go at you again with its third attack. And yes, it gets three. That's a 23 as well. Oof. And that's yeah. going to be six points of bludgeoning damage, and you are doubly restrained as... This time, the tentacles start wrapping around your shoulders. You can still move your arms a little, but its you'd have disadvantage. All right, top of the... So what's oh, the, oh Kelpo's What's the turn. total damage? Uh, that was just... What was the total damage? Six. It did to me? Six bludgeoning. Okay. All right, it is now Kelpo's turn. Um, he's trying to reach his little scepter thing, the little stick with a red jam on the end. He reaches it, it tries to grab it. I'm going to do... Uh, dex save. Oh, natural 20. He, he reaches out his, his clawed little goblin hand and it's just about a foot too far and then all of a sudden it goes into his hand uh, from that last foot and then the, the gem glows and uh, there's a burst of fire in that immediate area and, um, and he tries to target it with something. 
and the flame goes wide and uh, and it's it's going to hit let me just do the 12 o'clock roll two o'clock okay <laughs> so gex it doesn't hit you but the burst of flame directs downwards and like plays almost across you and you're like ah and then it hands across your feet trying to hit the tentacles which writhe out of the way but it does burn the connection to the bridge uh and if it does enough damage it's going to disconnect it oh that was almost max damage um so that little bridge point connecting the, your newly donated raft and uh and the rest of your team is now disconnected and it starts to slightly shift as uh so there's now a two-foot gap as it's as the waves are just shifting the two separately now. All right, coming back to the top of the order, Rook. Uh, okay, I guess I'm going to have to use my action to escape being grappled. All right, go ahead and make either athletics or acrobatic. Uh, I'm going to do an acrobatic check. And I'm going to add uh, knowledge from a past life. Yeah, you will. 13. Yeah, oh, terrible. That's just shy. You are so close. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. So you're just like, ah, ah, and you wiggle out, and then the tentacle just coils around your other leg, and you're like, damn it. Sorry, pal. <laughs> um, you do have a bonus and a move. Well, not that if you can do other things with your move action, you could use it. Uh, no, not not really. So, All right. I guess that's it. All right, unfortunately, that's it. All right, Gex, you're up. You are well now. I'm gonna tentacles. Stab it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I am gonna stab it. All right, go for it. You are attacking at disadvantage. This is where that inflict yeah. wounds actually wouldn't incur disadvantage. I would rule, but. Uh, a regular melee would. Um, yep. Four. <laughs> a four? Yep. Oh, Sorry, that buddy. Sense. No, that's so sad. Um, unfortunately, Man, we're just nope. rolling stellar tonight. You guys are doing great. Um, <laughs> you know what? Next campaign, you'll all do awesome. All right. Um, <laughs> Hilda. Save the day, Hilda. No. Okay. So, um, would this creature understand common? Unlikely. I was going to ask this like, You could what, try. What languages does it speak? What languages <laughs> do you speak? <laughs> it is oh, making oh, all oh, kinds oh, of sounds, um, not much of which sounds like a language. Uh, okay. Does it speak Aquan? You could try. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, not a language I know. Uh, so I'm going to use my action, like Rook, to try to escape. Sure thing. Also, if you, I will say this: if you deal enough damage to a tentacle, it would also break the the grip. Hmm. Maybe I will attempt an attack instead because i think that seems more like hilda's style <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so 
I'm gonna imagine putting on Divine Smite if this hits. Right. You are attacking Ooh. with disadvantage though, sorry. It's it's hard to get a good swing when this thing's all twisted around you. Oh that that second roll was better. Uh so it was a four plus my attack bonus, so that's only a ten. I'm assuming that's not gonna do much. Unfortunately not. It's not the hardest creature to hit, but it's harder to hit than that. Sorry. Than that. Alright, you do have a bonus and a move right. if you want it. Well then I guess with my bonus action I am going to try to attempt to wriggle it out. After. Um, that's actually okay. an action. But I will say this, you can do a second attack. Um, just like mm. a kick or punch. Uh, as a bonus action, if you prefer. Okay, so let's see. I tried with my battle axe, didn't work. I'm gonna try with my warhammer. Let's see if that goes. Okay. Authentic Ooh. dice sound. The, the disadvantage rolls are really getting me. Okay, no, Octos. that was only a nine. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not this time. Sorry. All right, Tillman, you're up. I was just like... <laughs> Alright, so... I don't have to use an action to move the Moonbeam, so it's gonna take the damage if it fails its save. Nice. But, uh, it so... failed its save, I rolled a 3. Alright, <laughs> let's, uh, let's roll that damage and... Uh... This thing is just causing blistering on its red, bulbous, rubbery skin. Just... Ooh, 14. 14. Yay! Tillman, doing something! <laughs> Whoa, alright, well, thanks, man. <laughs> this um, is your time. Down here, it's your I will, time. So I will also, because it, it won't break the concentration, I will cast Command. Ooh. At, uh, at first uh, level, speaking Aquan. Oh, okay. So in the hopes that he understands. Check out the big brain on Brad. Alright, nice job. <laughs> so, Wisdom 12. All right, if it understands you, and if of all the languages that it could possibly not understand, Aquin is not one of them. In other words, its only language that it can understand is Aquin. Oh. <laughs> and right, well, I rolled if it makes it safe. a five. Uh, wisdom? Ooh. Yep. That's a yeah. total of six. What command All do right. you want to tell me? Flee. <laughs> Flee. Wait, wait, wait. With, with okay. us still entangled. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so, Tillman. How would Tillman say this? <laughs> and this whole thing, the whole massive creature shudders and turns all five of its eyes, locking eyes with Tillman. And it just turns and sloshes back into the water. Um, I need everybody who is currently restrained. You need to do a. Uh, you get one. You get one uh, acrobatics or athletics check to see if you can like uh, not go with it. Yes. And it's an opposed. And this thing is strong. I'm going to use my second uh, just to make sure. All right. 
knowledge of past life. Terrible. 19. It is an opposed check versus 16. Oof. Oof. So, Rook, it pulls you sideways and you're about to lose grip on the dock and you grab onto this, this kind of jutting out post and just and the tentacle just pops off of you. You are dangling halfway off. I'm going to consider you prone, but you are not dragged along with it. How about you, Gex? How about who? Uh, Gex. How was your athletics or acrobatics? 17. 17. You are likewise the same. Uh, you managed to grab onto something on the edge of the dock and not go overboard. So you're considered prone, though. Uh, Hilda? I rolled a 18. Oh, Hilda just digs in her heels, gets dragged a little ways, um, and I will roll for Kelpo. Oh, God. Oh, Sorry, Kelpo. <laughs> and that's uh, five. <laughs> oh. Kelpo gets dragged into the water. He's just like... And just splash into the water as this whole massive creature just in and moves its full movement away from uh, from you. In fact, it almost body checks the boat as it moves away, uh, as part of it sloshes against the base of the boat. And poor Kelpo drags, oh, no. screaming. Well, oh. un- you don't hear him. He's underwater. Um, all right. <laughs> You all have a moment of respite with this twinkling column of sun, uh, not sunlight, uh, moonlight illuminating the area. What do you want to do? Top of the order. Um, that was on its turn. Uh, let's see. Vera? Uh, top of the order. Rook. It, so it's still there though, right? It's just fleeing. You can see it in the water, but it's, it would be difficult to hit it, um, at this range. It's moved oh, it's a, a good 40 oh, feet away. It's underwater. Most of it is. The very top of its head isn't. As the And some of the tentacles are just thrashing as it's, it's propelling its way away. Wow. Uh, but the top of it is still above water. Yeah. Okay. Like It's still in range, though. I could shortbow it. Uh, I can just get up. Yeah, and... probably. It's about 100 feet away from where you are. Maybe 90 I'm not sure if that's your oh. short range or long range, but it's probably within range. Uh, short bow is 80 slash 320. Um, actually, 80 is just to its head from there. Just. Okay. So I'm just going to uh, stand up, bonus action, steady aim, and let another one shoot. Try to hit it again and hopefully... It'll, it'll help out Kelpo in some way. All right. I sure hope we can swim. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you yeah. want, you could take disadvantage on the attack, trying to shoot into the water at the tentacle that's holding Kelpo right there that you can see. Okay. It's up to you. It'll be a disadvantage, though. Okay. You know what? Um, sure. I'll do that, and I'll use steady aim to offset the disadvantage so it's a straight roll. Deal. You can still do sneak attack, though. Because uh, yeah. Kelpo is within yeah. five feet of him. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yes, Kelpo's busy chewing exactly. on the tentacle. 
You want <laughs> If he's going down, if I'm going down, I'm eating calamari. Calpo's within five and thirty feet from him. <laughs> that would be a ten. Is that everything you got? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Yep, that's everything. Unfortunately. <laughs> The arrow goes wide and sinks into the dark water. Oh, oh no. All right. Gex. You're laying I will attempt deck. exactly the same series of actions. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Save Kelpo. You hop up, whip up your bow. Oh, my lord. Oh, actually, that's not bad. Uh, plus, oh, oh, 19. 19? That's a yeah. hit, sir. Deal your damage. If it's enough, it might do it. Uh, what's my damage? <laughs> uh, you have to, with sneak attack, 3d6, plus your dex modifier, which is, I think, 3 or 4? Uh, yeah, short bows, 1d6 plus 5, so that's 10. Sneak attack is another 2d6. Yeah, so 3d6 plus your dex mod. Yeah. So, oh shoot, I can't remember what I rolled. I can't remember. Four plus whatever the first d6 was, which we'll call, ooh, six. Plus my dex mod is three, so that equals 13. 13 damage, nice hit. It's a solid and you can see it stick in to, right next to where Kelpo's kind of being pulled away. But the tentacle is still, it, it loosens, but it's still got him. Mostly just by the oh. suckers at this point. You almost, almost there. All right, coming up next, Tillman. Oh, sorry, sorry, Hilda. Hmm. Okay. Um, now, Hilda, you're on the raft thing, and as it dragged, it actually did mm -hmm. drag the whole thing um, a little bit as it started to flee, and then it spent rocking. So technically, you're on the edge of this raft, and the other okay. end of the raft is only about 15 feet away from the tentacle that's holding Kelpo. Hmm. Okay, so... It's slippery as hell, to... though. So, <laughs> okay, so maybe a few acrobatics check or athletics checks. Um, but it's just gonna up the DC I... of any athletics or acrobatics, not as punishing as uh, full disadvantage. Uh, I'm going to try and I guess make my way to the edge of this raft and prepare one of my hand axes to throw. All right, 25 feet, doesn't will strike you... <laughs> 25 feet will get you right on the edge of the raft, and you are 5, 10, you're like 12 feet away from Kelpo, from where you are. Okay. You toss the hand axe. I'm going to toss the hand axe. Make your roll. It is at disadvantage because of the water and the small target. Okay, so it I rolled a 14 plus 6, so 20. That is a hit. 
Roll your damage. Okay. Roll my damage. Uh, that will be a six. Six damage. Six total? Six slashing damage. Yes, six total. I only All right. two. <laughs> the, literally, it has unwound from around him, but four suckers are just literally holding on to, like, one on his neck, one on his shoulder, barely. And his arms and legs are just like... He's <laughs> You're so He's close. You're so oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you are so very close to getting Kelpo out of his grip, but not quite. Tillman, what do you want to do? Give me one second. All right, fuck it. Tillman's gonna move. Oh, hold on a sec. Wrong thing. Move here. Yep. Pass command. And, uh, yeah, he's got cast command. Alright, let's hear Tillman do it again. DC 12 wisdom. Alright, I was kind of hoping you'd do the Aquan again. I love it when you <laughs> speak. Speak Aquan to well, me, Carl. <laughs> Thank I'll you. tell you what it means after if he succeeds. <laughs> For sure. Uh, DC 12. Yeah. I rolled a 9. And it's wisdom. Yep. It's a plus 1. Oh. Okay. It Drop fails. it. Drop it. <laughs> Bad octopus. Bad octopus. <laughs> Hopefully, Kelpul can swim. <laughs> All right. There's a, a moment of hesitation as you wait to see if it sunk in. And you I, just I, see... I, I thought I did the... Right, but... Uh... <laughs> and you see the tentacle that's holding Kelpo rise up out of the water and, like, holding him aloft in the water and then just drops him with a splash. And then the creature goes underneath the water again. And you can no yeah. longer see this creature. It's oh, down oh. there somewhere. Can can I see if Kelpel is struggling to swim? Um, he, <laughs> he got. <laughs> he was totally just like, he comes bubbling up to the surface, um, thrashing around looking for something, and then eventually dives back under, and then a few seconds later comes back up, holding his staff, his little stick thing, in his teeth. And starts doggy paddling towards the raft. Um, you you can easily help him out as he does the five feet to get to you, and you pull him up on the raft. Nice. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, turn out your lights. Uh, and he swears in goblin. <laughs> I will uh, press to digitate out the lights because I can. Absolutely. You go running forward so it's in range. You hop the two feet over the gap to get to the boat, uh, to the raft, and you look up at your ship to press to digitate out some of the lanterns that your crew is busy starting to put out because you had ordered that. Um, but as you're doing it, can you do a perception check for me? 
course. Ooh, 19 plus 1, so 20. So you put out the lantern that's pretty close to the stern, uh, to the ba- uh, ba- yeah, stern of the ship, and then you go to focus on the next one, and you see one of the gun ports for the for the cannons. There is a large, bulbous, red, sinuous something <laughs> retreating into the gun ports. I will shout uh, it, that it, it's attacking the bullship. That's bullship. <laughs> All right. How far am I? Um, you guys aren't going to be strictly speaking in um, uh, initiative order until I say it again. So you ha- you can kind of interact however you wish for the next few seconds. What do you want to do? Oh, hold on. There's. It's it's retreating, it's entering, or is it a tentacle going inside the port? By the time you saw it, because it used its whole action to kind of disappear under, and then in the dark, on the kind of towards the bow of the ship, way over here, uh, it you see it just as the tail end of those tentacles go into one of the one of the gun ports. It has entered the ship. A big thing has entered the ship? Yes. Yeah. Octopod uh, can, can squeeze into tiny, tiny little wow. spaces. And it just yeah. crammed yeah. its massive head in. Bloop, bloop, through. And then the tentacles all kind of, and its bulbous body. I mean, the, be a there is some damage you, visible. The gun port is, you know, banged up and like expanded out a little. Yeah, like, okay, okay. I'm just imagining, like, the ship's inside is just filled with feast at this point. Like, it's jam-packed like a sardine. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was a big creature. It was a serious it was, it was percentage big. of that. It yeah. was real big. All right, what do you want to do? <laughs> You're all just standing and like... Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to race back to the ship if I can. Like, is there any way to easily get there? Like, are we connected in some way? Um... Well, the the raft got severed. From the raft the got severed, the... and there is crew up there. Um, you can even see Lek kind of leaning over the bot- uh, over the railing up there, a good 30, 20, 30 feet up in the air, leaning over the side, being like, "What's going on?" Monsters um, entered the ship. Throw down a rope, oh, so we can oh, get back. Oh, all right. Hide okay. off. He organizes. How far a... are we from the ship? Uh, you're. At the nearest point on the raft, you're only about 10 feet from the base of it, but that's really near the stern castle, so um, you would have to, like, jump and climb. You could try just diving in and following that thing, but it's probably easier to just get them to throw you a line. Yeah, rather than uh, throw me a line, I'll do, like, a big kapoor, like, running along the side of the ship to kind of yes, that get happens, back up. Because that's just cool. So Lek, like, throws you a rope, and you grab it and just and start swinging. And Lex's like, "Oh, I should have tied it." Um, he's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna do a strength check to see if he can hold you. Oh no! All right, so he goes thumping oh, against the railing and takes some damage, but does manage to hold it and like and and loop around. And this big tur- turtle hand kind of reaches over him as Tammy comes rushing up and the uh, navigator. 
comes rushing up and grabs the line and starts pulling it in. Um, so Rook, what happened is as he kind of got dragged, not overboard, but to the edge, you, you started your swing and it was going to look so cool, but it ended up with your feet in the water and kind of your shoulders out being like, ah. So once the turtle, Tammy, pulls you up some, you're now up on the ship the way you'd hoped and you can kind of repel sideways. Yeah, running on the sides to go up. Yeah. Nice. Uh, can I get you to do an acrobatics check for me? Sure. 19. It's rogue, man. That's what this is. All right, you just go, and you get the momentum, and you time it just right. You make it, um, so you kind of ended right against the base of the ship here, and then you go running along. You kind of retreat back to get momentum, and then forward, and you go, and you let go. And which gun port would you like to go for? Do you want the first gun port there or the second? You could go for either with a leap with that roll. I mean, I, I think I'd, I think I would go for the the the, the, the safer one, so the first one, All right. <laughs> just to go in. So you just get the height I, and come dropping down. You have to let go of the rope to kind of uh, as you get there, and you grab onto the edge of the gun port and pull it open. This one was uh, closed, and you easily pull it open, and you can. Pull yourself up and inside. Inside. Done. All right. That's your turn. Uh, do I see up, it? Uh, we'll play in just a second. Um, you do that. Right. I'm going to count that as your action. All right. Gex. What do you want to do? You just saw all that go down. You're just... <laughs> well, I can jump pretty far, so I'm going to run and jump and go for it. Full uh, sand. The ship or the gun port? I'm um, jumping for ideally or as the far rook as that, I can. The rook just left. I'm going to try to jump, and if I can't, I don't know, it depends. If I think I can get a hold of the rail, I'm going to try to get up into the ship. If not, I'll jump and try and like grab onto the gun port and pull myself through. That's going to be quite the jump. If you leapt from about here, you'd have to go 5, 10, 15, 20 feet but in another 10 up. So let's call that 25 feet, uh, di like on a slight diagonal. That's a hell of a leap, but you can certainly try. Uh, wait. I'm gonna furiously look, look up jumping. How far. how far can I jump? I would know. Um. That's a good question. Well, can I sort of, can I sort of jump from like here? Oh wait, I guess select the thingamajig from like here to here. That's the Sorry. idea. Say, click again. From like right, out. yeah, right here to right here. Okay, that's going to be a bit easier. So that one's going to be. It's only about eight feet across. So I'll even say just yeah. five to get your upper body to grab a rope. But it's going to be an, another, um, that's going to be 10, about five up as well. So it's about a 10 foot leap. So go ahead and uh, make your roll. Yeah, that I can make. So 15. I'm going to kind of run like this, like this, like this, and then leap like a crazy person. Nice. Athletics check, please. It's not the highest of DC. So you, you chose the easier way. <laughs> 18, uh, 22. Oh, yeah. 
In fact, wow. you do it so well, you grab midway up those ropes and plant your feet on that little... Whoops, grab the wrong thing. On that little platform right there. So you are at level with the regular deck, but you're next to the fork, uh, the aft castle. So it's actually another, like, uh, another almost 10 feet up to, the, to where Lek and Tammy are. Uh, or you can kind of shimmy to the right to get to the main deck. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. Shoot right. me across to I'm going to get you to do an acrobatics check for balancing to kind of go across that really thin edge. Come on, dice. Ooh, not as good. Ten. It, you do succeed, but you start to lose your balance. Fortunately, the rope that Rook had been holding onto that Tammy and them had secured is still there. So as you start to lose your balance, you reach up and you grab that rope and steady yourself. So it's just not as slick as you had wanted. You gain your balance and you do make it there. Uh, and that's going to be your entire movement just to get up on the main yeah. deck of the ship. All right. Next up, Hilda, what do you want to do? Kelpo is next to you, kind of get sputtering, mm -hmm. but he is alive. <laughs> he looks pretty hurt, though. Oof. Uh, I, I, I do take a moment to, I guess, perceive any injuries whether or not they're internal like oh it's mostly crushing damage he's probably got a couple of broken ribs and he's got the the welts from the suction cups are just nasty they're just like oh my god but Oof. he'll be okay uh, okay um, i'm gonna yell over to tillman and say hey got any more of your uh potions for our good friend Popo. I I have yeah man, I got potions. Which one you want, man? Oh, <laughs> my guy. Just, just any, just any. T toss one over here. Alright, I'll toss one over, so roll how a D six. Actually, sorry, a D four at this point. D four. <laughs> the players can't see this camera, by the way. Alright, good to know. All right, Kelpo, uh, just kind of let me know what I what I give him so I can. <laughs> I'll, take I'll it let off you know in a back. second. So Kelpo uh, catches it and he's uh, sorry, Hilda grab catches it, and what do you do with it? Uh, I screw it and I gently pour the mixture down Kelpo's mouth. At first, Kelpo's like, "Why don't you?" <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this this is supposed to heal you. <laughs> Let me heal Trust you. Trust me, I went to med school. <laughs> and you just pour it down his gullet, and he's just like, <clears throat> oh, oh. Uh, go ahead and roll a two d four, and add four. It's a healing potion. Oh, roll two d four and add four. Okay, I think those were. Two ones, and so plus four, that's a six. Ah, hey, it's better than nothing. <laughs> um, he is back below what would be considered bloodied, as he's like, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, where did the creature go? Uh. All right. Sorry, I didn't catch that. That's okay. <laughs> he's just muttering a goblin. He's one, you know, he thanks you. He seems much improved. Uh, you still have your move and a, and a bonus if you want. 
I am going to. Do I have enough move to make it to that corner of the raft closest Five, 10, to? 15, 20, 25, you can get to here. Um, you can get all the way down to here. Okay, okay. Um, and is that rope still hanging? It is, but it's um, it's a little bit of a reach. It would be probably about 10 feet. So on okay, your next turn, I... you can make a jump for it. Okay. I'm uh, just there, squatting. Nice. Ready to jump. You're ready. Nice. <laughs> Tillman, what do you want to do? All right. Well, I'll move uh, close to Hilda because I won't be able to make the jump either. Um, Actually, here, she's kind of I... squatting like this. Just saying. <laughs> Say again? She's kind of squatting down, like. <laughs> this this right, could well, be I, your I moment. Use, uh, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. So I got like five feet left. But if you wanted to try to jump off of her, <laughs> you could hop, like, plant a foot on her and use her as a springboard. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, man. It's not tossing hey, a dwarf. Hilda. Hey, Hilda, sorry about this, man, but I'm going to jump over you. And I'm just like... It's leapfrog time here on SideQuest Live. Uh, Go ahead and roll your athletics, um, and I'm going to count Hilda as aiding you. So you get advantage. Yay! Hoping. Damn. 19. Damn. Nice. All right, Tillman. Uh... You could go for the rope, or you could try to do where Gex landed. The rope is kind I'll of over. Alright, so you springboard off Hilda. Uh, Hilda, I need you to do a constitution saving throw. <laughs> or All strength right. saving throw. It's your choice. And Tillman, you make it soundly. You <laughs> land on there and grab the ropes, and you're on that little platform that uh, uh, is kind of holding up the, the, the back mast. It's these uh, stays. Attached there. Oh. Depending on whether or not it's constitution or strength, it's either an 18 or a 19. Nice. Uh, you could take whichever one you prefer. So, 19, you're fine. You don't take any bludgeoning damage as a massive turtle used you as a springboard. It's a good thing you're pretty tough. Leap turtle. Uh, <laughs> leap turtle. Nice. Um... All right, uh, that brings us back around. Uh, the whole ship shudders, those of you on the ship, and you're like, wait, what was that? As something is just thrashing around uh, on the inside. Uh, just one sec. Just going to make this real easy. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, there we go. Uh, I'm just recording something. No big deal. Okay. Let's keep going. So, top of the order, um, Rook. What do you want to do? Uh, I just entered. What do I see? Ah, interesting. All right, so let's go take a look. So, I'm just going to grab you and move you up top. So, you've just climbed in the kind of rear gun post. And um, it, I don't know if you can see where you are. I can see myself, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you're in the in the ship's uh, main uh, one below. It's like the cargo deck, and just yeah. it's dim in here. And it, uh, just do a perception check for me. The DC is probably very low. Um. Okay. 
Oh, okay. Nine. <laughs> well, good thing okay. uh, the DC was very low. It takes you a few seconds. It's more about how fast you spot it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it you didn't spot it quite in time to save yourself a bit of trouble. But because you've come in this rear gun port, you're kind of far away. As you look around, there's a bunch of cargo and crates and things, uh, some chests, and you don't see it for a little while. But that's because it's in behind all these crates. And then you just see this massive red and orange tentacle bash a bunch of crates in your direction. Can I get you to do a dexterity saving throw, please? Again, uh, the DC is sure. not super high. Natural 20, 27. Not only do you not get hit by the spilling cargo, you can use it as a springboard uh, to kind of leap up and over. The The ceiling in here is a good 15 feet high. Um, so you manage, you can choose which way you want to go. So let's say you came yeah. in, the, uh, yeah, you came in back here. There is a stairs descending down to the kind of crew quarters um, just in front of you. There's also... Um, towards the the bow of the ship there is actually near where you are as well there is another ladder as well um let's just say the ladders right over here to go up as well so up to this uh to the main floor there is a ladder uh to the deck above you and there's also another larger ladder descending down uh almost five feet of, away from you uh the creature itself seems to be about a good let's say 50 feet? Maybe 60 feet away right now? Let me check. Yeah, it's about 50 to 60... Uh, its tentacles are about 50 feet away, and the creature itself is closer to 70 feet away from you. It's managed to slither across to the far side of the ship, and you can actually see it's got other tentacles reaching out through some of the other gun ports on the far side. Um, you do uh, still have your action. So what do you want to do? And your, and your okay. move. So I, I have... Um, damn. Well, I don't want to just be soloing it. Um, There's plenty of things in here, though. Um, that yeah. are strewn does it around. see me? Am I hidden from it to start with? Or does it, like... Um, it's hard to tell. But it doesn't seem to be facing in your direction. If anything, it's got it's got several of its tentacles prying into the far gun ports, and in fact, yeah. two of them are through the same one, and another one is going through uh, a, a nearby gun port, and it's busy pulling and thrashing at the gun ports. And you see it tears off a section of the ship. There is now a damaged section on the far side as it's just ripping into this ship. So right over here is now a wider hole. No, my carpentry work. Oh, no. Uh, I, you know what? Um, I'm just going to, I don't know how to shoot the, the to, to use the thing, the gun port internally. So I'm just going to shoot it. Hope that it, I get my sneak attack and then I'm going to try to hide from it. Sure. Make your roll. So make my roll. You're, you're going to need to move um, probably either along uh, on the starboard side of the ship quite a ways 
to get a line of sight because there's a bunch of crates in the way. Uh, which is probably also good because it is keeping you hidden. Alternatively, you could go across to the other side of the ladders and get line of sight as well. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go like across, sh like basically shoot and then kind of aim to like basically hide behind like there. Absolutely. So I'm just basically going to go loop around here and then and run back and hide. So uh, roll 1d20. Do it. And you have advantage. Okay. Let's see. Come on, crit. Nope. 22. 22 is a hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Sorry. 13 damage. And then I'm going to loop back here and try to hide. Deal. All right. Sounds good. Wow. Uh, so I'll roll my with my bonus action, and I'll roll stealth. Twenty-five. Ooh, Twenty-five. You feel pretty sure <laughs> that it doesn't know where you are, as this arrow <laughs> off into the darkness, and <laughs> you, you hear it strike true, and then you don't stick around to wait. You just <laughs> around the corner, yeah. and the whole creature is. Like, <laughs> And it kind of turns so that three of its eyes are facing in your rough direction, but it doesn't seem that interested. And it goes back to prying at part of the ship. And that hole that it's digging over there is starting to get um, alarmingly wider. It started at five feet wide. It's now 15 feet wide. And it's tearing into the floor of into the floor deck decking as well. Um, just, just wrecking it up. Other tentacles are busy pulling up sections of the grill and plating underneath it and you can now see that large section there's a large hole kind of descending downwards um kind of behind it over there uh that whole grill and and stuff are pulled apart so there's an extra entrance to the basement okay that's your turn rook gex back on the top deck what are you gonna do uh try to get down there as quick as possible Absolutely. As you could go inside and then down the wide stair, or you could pull up one of the grates and try to drop down. Whichever's faster. Honestly? My... Probably the grate. Could do it. Okay, you run to the do edge. Uh, do a strength check to lift this thing. Strength check. Seven. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, not the strongest. As in, it's mostly because it's slippery and wet, and so your hands keep mm. slipping, and the grate just doesn't want to pull up. Uh, you still have about fifteen movement left. You could go the other oh, way to the stairs. Yeah. He kind of yells at the top of his lungs. This is not the time for a senior moment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Try again, I suppose. Ah, uh, sure. You can do it as a bonus action. I'll let you. Two pulls. It's two pull Nine? Games. Nine? Again? No, it was a seven. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it, pal. I, I'm even setting the DC at ten. <laughs> so you like, you could, you start to feel it go, and your hands just slip. And, and you do one of these, like, oh. It's super embarrassing. <laughs> if he can, he'll just yell, someone give me <laughs> All right, nice. You yell that, and we'll see what happens next. Okay, that's your turn, yeah. Uh Hilda. 
All right. So after, you know, Dave basically used me as a springboard, uh, I, I, I crouched back down again and prepared to spring myself onto the same rope that he used to climb up. All right. So make your athletics check. If you get a run at it, you will, the DC is lower. I could I hold on to the rope and just make sure it's tight enough to. Yeah, actually, from where you are, Tillman, you could turn and extend a hand. Ooh. All right, I will. All right, Tillman is aiding you. You have advantage. Go ahead and make your roll. Okay, we'll, we'll take the higher of that. Uh, that would be a 19. Oh, handily. You just kind of brace yourself, and there's a moment you're, like, at the low point on the raft because it's waving up and down, as it were. That's the word. Um, and you're like, wait, wait till the high point. And yet, as it's coming up, you leap and get the classic, like, arm and, and uh, uh, like, hand on the forearms <laughs> lock as Tillman just hefts you up and pulls you um, and, and, and I just does he like swing me over the edge? Can, I mean, yeah, can I carry the momentum and toss her over to the edge? Sure, Tillman. I need you to do a an athletics check as well. You are tossing the dwarf. Fifteen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite as cool as it could have been, but <laughs> um, actually, you know what? You have advantage on this. Because but the effect has she's been aiding you, effectively, as you're pulling up. Ooh, that'll 21. do it. 21. You grab her and use the momentum to just slingshot her up over your head. <laughs> the 10 feet wow. to the railing, you clear it easily and land on the deck behind Lek, who's like, oh! And you land in a three-point stance. Your your axe. Actually, you don't have an axe. Uh, your throwing axe, but your other weapons in hand, and you stand up. Hilda is aboard. Um. Uh, all right. Next up, Tillman. I'm gonna say doing that used your reaction, but otherwise you have your regular turn. What do you want to do? You can do the balancing act, or you can try to climb up to where Hilda went. I'll try and climb up. All right. Do another nice, uh, relatively easy athletics check for me. 15. Nice. No problem. All right. You spend your move to get up there, but you climb it not a problem at all. You still have your action and a bonus action if you want. Uh, well, I know that's below deck, right? So yeah. I'll uh, use my action to move towards one of the crates, I think. Sure thing. There is actually an access point just next to uh, this tiller to get right, to the well, stairs. I'll, I'll do that then. All right, you fling that open, uh, and you're gonna, you're basically dashing, uh, and you enter the stairs, and you see, you fling it open, and you look down, you see darkness below. But darkness doesn't mean anything to a Twilight cleric. If anything, it makes you no. feel at home. So you are going to basically come down the ladder, and be right about there at the end of your turn. Nice. Okay. Uh, next up, Octo. Octo is not happy at being shot, but Octo is too busy doing something else, 
So Octo is going to be busy thrashing and tearing at the ship. By the way, each time this happens, the ship's hull is losing hit points. If you get oh, enough damage on the hit points, it will slow the ship. If you get really enough damage, the ship will sink. Alright. This, it is, the whole ship begins to rock and shudder. Everyone on board can feel this, and a bunch of crewmen are now shouting and yelling and trying to figure out, and that hole that it's been busy tearing in the side of the ship is now almost 25 feet wide, and it's actually extending down a little. Um, it's not below the water, but it's within about... Mm, Probably within about 10 feet of the water. So if it keeps doing this, it will get uh, to a damage point where the ship could be in trouble. That's its turn. Next up, Rook. Okay. Uh, I think I'm I'm within range. Yeah, I'm, st I'm within 80. I'm going to, from my hiding spot, shoot it. All right. And you can easily, like, move up if you needed to. I'm going to say that in order to hit the actual, like, body of the creature rather than just the tentacle, sure. you would need to move up. There is a cannon thing you can hide behind right there, though. Sure. Uh, I'll, I will shoot it from the, yeah, basically there. Go for it. With advantage. Yep. Uh, 19. 19 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Eighteen points of damage this time. Nice. That's a solid to it. Ooh, it is it's feeling that. And with my bonus action I'm gonna hide. <laughs> <laughs> It is really, really mad as the whole thing shifts and stares in your direction. Um, and you, you duck back as it's just super mad now. And it, um, it's half, uh, half of its body is slurping out of the hole that it's made, but the other half is still inside and it's looking angrily around for anything. It starts tossing uh, a few of the crates looking for whatever it is that's that's hurt it. Right about now, um, this unfortunate soul comes wandering up from below. Um, oh, you, no. see, you see um, this old man come walking up from below uh, on the other... Hold on, sorry. Alright. Alright, wrong person. Uh, there's another ladder. Comes down the other ladder, comes running in, and is like, what's going on? And, um, and he's holding, like, and the tentacle lashes, one of the tentacles lashes out at him. And uh, uh, we'll see if it hits. One sec. Yeah, that's going to hit. Oof. Oh. Ten points of damage to Barak. Oh, no. Barak. Barak. Uh, let's see. Is he made of stern stuff? Oh, he is not. Most decidedly not stern stuff. I don't know how he survived on board the ship this long. Um, but yeah, he gets just batted by the tentacle and goes 
flying across and disappears into the darkness somewhere back there uh, with a thud. It's a uh, it's a bad day to be Barak. All right. Uh, at that point, the creature um, is going to just cause general damage for the other two attacks, just flinging stuff around, uh, and that's going to be another fifteen points of hull damage as it's just flailing and smashing. Okay. That brings us down to Gex. Oh. Oh, now I got. You're about to like try to lift, it, pry this thing, and there's a loud th thump behind you, and Tammy comes running up behind you, and grabs the grill and just. And now you see there was a chain on this thing, uh, so the chain kept holding it down, and she just. Let's see how she does. Oh yeah. She rolled a 17 and just the whole grate just goes flying the little minuscule chain and she motions downwards. <laughs> I will just like drop straight down in there. Nice. All right. You give her a look and then drop. I don't know. Uh, uh, some kind of look and you drop straight down and thump. You land. Uh, do an acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. 18. Oh, good. So you land, um, and you only take half of the falling damage, which was six. So you take three points of bludgeoning damage as your feet just slam into the cargo deck uh, 15 feet below. Um, just in time to see a tentacle just past your right foot. Wow. Yeah. Those cat-like reflexes. All right. That's your move, or at least part of it. What do you want to do? Uh, I, I will make to be stabbing it. Okay. Find within range. It appears that I am. Yeah, you can. Uh, well, it's got reach. You're going to have to close a little bit more. Five, ten. Uh, yeah, if you get into about there, you could stab its body from there. Yeah. All right. You're yeah. running at this thing. Uh, Go for it. You don't have advantage, unfortunately. But I don't have disadvantage, right? No, just straight roll. What's my... 25. Ooh, that's a hit. I don't think you can add sneak attack, though, unfortunately. No. No. But I... So the damage is 1... 1d8... Plus three, so eh. it's something. Five, five damage. Not too bad. Every little bit counts. Yeah. I need it, a nastier sword. It really counts, actually, right about now. The whole you sink the blade in, and you're like, I didn't think I hit it that hard, but boy, does it ever react. The whole thing's like, and this gurgling as it shudders away from you and now almost a little bit more of it is closer and out the hole as it seems to be it's it's hurting pretty bad actually it's taken some good hits all right coming up next um uh, you have a uh, it actually is trying to move away if you want it you can get an attack of our uh, actually hold on 
Uh, Hilda's turn. Okay. Uh, I follow Dave down the ladder that he just took. All right. Uh, you kind of thump down, and uh, you're in down. the hole. Um, I, uh, somewhere over there. here. Oh, let's see. Did that take any of my movement? Uh, oh, not much. Maybe really five hard. feet. Five feet, and then just slide down the ladder. Um, so you can get, you can get to about here. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I guess I'll move behind those crates if they're still there. Sure thing. I think you can move your icon if you want. Um, some of the crates are still there. The lower ones haven't been toppled, and you're pretty short, so you can duck in yeah. behind those pretty easily. Short privilege. Okay. Yep. And I. Um, what else can I do? If you have anything ranged, you could try that. Otherwise, um, you could go for... No, but... Uh, maybe... Try or you could dash use, like, if you bonus. want to get in range. A bonus movement to get in range there? Uh, you'd have to use your action oh, okay. as a dash. Okay, well... I will dash so that I can be within striking distance next turn. Sure. Now, in order to actually get enough of the creature within range, you'd have to kind of be pretty much straddling one of its big tentacles, like, and, and try to hit that <laughs> rather than the body itself, because it's got such crazy reach. You're still going to be five feet away from it. But there's a big enough okay. tentacle there that if it moves away, I'll count it as, as a trigger for an attack. Okay. And I became a wrecking ball. No? <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely, I was like, oh. Is Straight this, out of an anime movie. <laughs> this tentacle starts <laughs> moving, much. I'm just going to start flying. <laughs> All right. You're just ready to, to wreck it. All right, Tillman, your turn. All right, I will... We're feasting on it's, calamari. It's looking pretty rough. It's looking One, real two, rough. Three, four, five, six. And how far am I from this? I do like calamari. I'll use I'll a. I'll use. A, I'll take out my javelin, and I'll hit it with the javelin. All right, make your roll. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Roll your damage, sir. Eleven. Eleven nice. points of damage. Damn. All right. Oh, oh man, this thing is so rough. It's like <laughs> it's got ichor and blood, and like you see this of like ink below it spreading outwards, and this thick viscous bloods just pouring from all kinds of wounds and arrow gashes and the bubbling blistered burns on its skin it is it is rough and like it is so close to dropping and it's shuddering in pain and you see it and it's now its turn and instead of attacking it braces all of its tentacles into the little holes and crevices in the deck that it's punched it ekes its way. It doesn't actually move any further away. But Hilda and Gex, you're close enough to see. Its tentacle mm -hmm. arms are extending out 
and it's it's putting a lot of its effort into reaching out of the ship but not leaving the ship and its tentacles form this kind of bridge from deep beneath the water into the interior of this ship and along comes It kind of braces itself and shudders, and its skin is shifting colors slightly. And then you see, it wasn't quite as big as all that. Um, then you see this other creature comes scrambling up its its uh, tentacles like a rope and leaping up into the deck. It's bipedal. It's quite large. Uh, not that big, though. Sorry, that was that was too big. It is considered a large creature, bigger than most of you. Hulking broad shoulders. This doesn't look exactly like this icon. Um, mm -hmm. Hulking broad shoulders, almost like... Your first thought is, is this some kind of mer creature? Its skin is green and scaly. Its head, this kind of... Um, this kind of toothy, fish-like head with these frills and... Uh, and on either side and the top uh, and it's got these bipedal body and heavily muscled torso two legs and a long finned tail in its hands as it comes up uh, clambers up through the hole it sticks this trident like um, uh, pole into the, into the deck and uses it for leverage and pulls itself the last of the way as, and it looks at this large uh, octopi-like creature and takes the second, and they bump foreheads as it's looking it in the eye, and it whispers something that only Dave Tillman can understand. You have served us well. Go. Club, club, Oh. The rest of you just here. All right. The slight South Sea accent, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, you see this strange creature has clamored its way aboard. What do you want to do? It is now Rook's turn. Um, okay. Uh, can I get a line of sight shot on the... I know it can hit the Octopus, but could I also... Um, hit the new creature or is it kind of covered um at this point there the octopi is half out of the hole and kind of descending a little so there is enough height you could you could see basically uh it's got about half cover if you're aiming for this new creature this fish-like creature you know what uh you know what i'm gonna take out i'm gonna finish off this octopi with advantage all right do it Turn this okay. octopi into an octopi. So I uh, do advantage, first attack. 16 hits. Well, let's see if it's Ooh. almost a crit, 24. 24 Ooh. also hits. Go ahead and roll damage with sneak attack. And Four. it takes 16 damage. Oh. You know... Ooh. It, you put it to 119 before, it had 120 hit points. <laughs> so, so it this is. finished it off it and was then some. 
It was oh, just yeah. hanging on it's by a, a pulp. thread. Oh, so, yeah. like, I just basically, like, just take straight aim as it's trying to get away and just shoot and hit right at, at one of its eyes. Yeah, it just, just goes into the eye and the whole and thing the shudders. And as it, that I'm doing that, I whisper, friends, I'm going to need a little help. <laughs> and I then kind of, like, look as, I, as, as the arrow's going, I look at the new creature and I get Angel and the others to just swarm him with Whales of the Grave. Nice. All right, what does that do? So it's going to take half my, stick, half my stick attack roll, so it takes 1d6 rolled up. Damn, I did not Straight know. damage, no attack. And so, like, what I see is I see my friends kind of just kind of rushing up and kind of beating on it, and it'll take 1d6 necrotic And the damage. rest of you, it's a dim interior anyway and uh whatever light was cast by lanterns is is you know flickering at best but you swear for a moment you see these roiling shadows just darting past um almost like ink sprayed in that area uh and it's almost like a trick of the eye you see the arrow dig in and this ichor and blood start to pour from the wound and the octopi gives this last shudder and then it goes limp on the deck. And then these swirling shadows just flit for just a half a heartbeat past this large creature. And you're looking at this thing and you're like, wait a minute. This thing is large. It's bipedal, but it's got broad shoulders. And in one, on one hand, it's got this trident thing that it's used. The other hand is on the octopi kind of where they had been nudging heads and the other hand is holding the trident below it and the other hand is busy grasping um uh, onto this onto this octopi kind of holding it up and then drops it down yeah that's right it's got four freaking arms hey Takes yeah, two necrotic damage. Two <laughs> necrotic. Nice. All right. Let me just write this down as we have a new enemy. And okay. I am now going to. I am going to just with. Uh, let's see. I haven't moved yet. So I'm just going to move up a little bit and hide a little bit closer. Sure. You leapfrog kind of over into behind a next cannon. Um,. You see this creature, and as you settle into your next hiding spot, go ahead and roll it. Eh, yeah, 15. It might not notice you. We'll see. Um, but in your mind, you hear you're a little distracted as you're hiding as Voslo whispers in your ear. Oh, God. Just... I'm going to mispronounce this. Sorry, Internet. Shahogan Baron. What is that doing here? All right. Next up, Gex. Uh, how far am I from this new threat? Um, you're actually pretty much the closest. It's about twenty feet, but I'm going to consider it uh, twenty-five feet from you. But I'm going to consider it difficult terrain on account of dead octopi body. <laughs> 
Okay, I am going to use my familiar. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to come and I'm going to cast a spell through it, which I learned I can do. Ah, uh, cool. But all right, first so of in all, through the window, yeah. or not the window, the giant yeah. hole that the octopi had ripped. Or down from the, above you, whichever you think is cooler. Uh, I'm just wondering, though, as a cantrip, can I use a cantrip and a spell in the same? Uh, if it's a bonus action, yes. If either of them is a bonus. Let me just read what it says real quick. Uh, it says it takes one action. Yeah, so for the cantrips. Unfortunately, yeah. there's not very many bonus cantrips. Yeah, no worries. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have like him um, do the uh, inflict wounds. All right, I'm gonna get you to roll your spell attack damage, or spell attack rather, on behalf of your your critter. I'll allow it because it's cool. Ooh. Either one end of the spectrum or the other. This time, it's in my favor. Nice. All right. As I'm hitting all the wrong so, buttons. Sorry, internet. 24 for the attack. Oof, and that'll hit. Who is going to be 21 damage? I don't get any bonus. No. No bonus. no bonuses, unfortunately. Yeah, but 20, 21 by familiar. Wow, good roll. That is yeah. awesome. All right. The 3D Boom. And it's all Your sea eagle comes in through the window and harries this thing and flaps its wings near its face and then the claws make contact and there's this... Well, you describe it for me. What happens? Well, he's going to just come in. The wings are going to go back. The claws are going to go forward and he's just going to, like, jam at him. Get him in the face, chest, whatever he can hit. And let out a low. <laughs> nice. All right. And it just, the this creature did not expect to experience that much pain all of a sudden. It goes shuddering backwards. Um, okay. <laughs> Excellent. Next up. Uh, just so you know, you have used your reaction this turn as well to trigger the spell. Okay. Next up. I'll Hilda. just stand there and be a meat target. Yeah. What do you want to do, Hilda? All right. Um, if I can navigate beside this octopus, yeah, and look through the hole, sure. I'd be able to see if there's anything else that might perhaps Ooh. be coming to join this party. Good call. All right. So you get next to the hole and like just hand, one hand on the on the uh, side of the ship and peeking out. Uh, you look down below, and you can actually see another one of these, but significantly smaller. Um, this one is uh, still clamoring up the now-dead octopi's arms. Um, this one is not as large as the last one, though. It's it's more regular human uh, humanoid size, medium size. Um, and this one, uh, again, it's it's got a trident in one of its hands, and it, it, it's kind of... Uh, kind of clambering up one-handed and trying to climb this octopi, but it's it's still outside the ship and probably about maybe 10 feet down, which, so it's just just cresting above the water right now. Hmm. Oh, jumped a lot, sorry. It'd be 
and you do see another smaller one, uh, even smaller, just behind it. You see another smaller humanoid. Uh, it's kind of similar looking. Oh, another. But even Jahogan smaller still. Jahogan Baron. Jahogan. Jahogan. Jahogan witness. Any resemblance is purely coincidental. No. Uh, Chahogan's heroes. Hi. Have you heard of another Lord and Savior today? Oh, no. <laughs> that you just killed. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> you you can eat of its body. It's delicious with the right sauce. Oh, yeah. Can we play the story in some wasabi and we're going to town? Yep, exactly. This is the Bull Bento. Your your ship should be renamed the Bull Bento. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, there's two more so of these I, things I, inbound. Okay, um, are they climbing up on the tentacle, sitting by the picture that I can access and maybe chop? Um, or are they I, on the other tentacle? I'm gonna say okay. if it would be pretty slippery, but you could burn the last of your movement to get here, and then that base of that tentacle would be just within melee range if you wanted to try and chop it. Okay. Uh, I. It's slippery though, so I'm gonna say to... it's disadvantaged to, to do the chop, but the AC, uh, the AC on the tentacle is really low. Okay, I am going to burn through the last of my movement, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, there's more coming from below oh. before, I, you know. All right. I inevitably slipped into the darkness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> All right, make your roll. This is my acrobatics? Or... Uh, this is your attack. So it's an attack with oh, disadvantage. Okay. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, one is 10 and the other one is, yeah. <laughs> the lower one was 10. The lower one was, the, the AC was only 10. So you did hit. Roll for damage. Ooh. Okay. Now I'm that the life force the is out of this creature, it's a little bit easier to hit <laughs> and also uh, do some damage. But its skin is pretty rubbery. So um, the total to damage a tentacle has gone down, though. Used to be 20. And you didn't. Yeah. Before the whole okay. showdown, just so you know, when you were when it was dragging Kelp away, you did 19 points of damage to the tentacle. It only had the one HP holding on. That's why it was sucker. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that screen. will be 12 slashing damage with Ooh, my that's enough. <laughs> you hit this thing in a spray of blood and ink and just gross, just in all directions. You get like half of your face is sprayed, but you sever the tentacle cleanly and the whole thing just... <laughs> and out into the ocean. Uh, and those two creatures that were using it to climb up fall back. Um, they're now uh, stuck 
at least for now, at that 10-foot mark, uh, they're having a, a much more significantly difficult climb to get up onto the ship. So you've definitely slowed them down. Ooh. All right. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Undo. Undo? <laughs> Where'd it go? Ah. <laughs> what just happened? It's already in the kitchen. It's already in the kitchen. <laughs> just don't worry. Yeah, no. No, uh, just pretend the tentacles are all there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anywho, sorry. Visual problem with uh, roll 20. Let's keep going. Tentacles are, uh, the creature is still there. Nice hit, Hilda. All right, Tillman, you're up. Are you there, Carl? Yes, yes, yes. So... Um, I will move, uh, hold on a sec, 30 meters closer, so, one, two, three, and I will cast, um, Toll the Dead. Nice. Alright, this thing has been wounded, so. Uh, what's so the DC? Wisdom 12, say, Wisdom 12. Alright. Wisdom is not its forte, um... So that is a hmm. 10 on its save. It fails. Go ahead and roll oh, the d12. Missing his head points? Yes. Yes, it is. Nine. Oh, right. You're level four. So you're so close to the 2d12. So close. All right. Uh, nine points. Is, there's Necrotic. this loud. And, and the whole ship seems to just vibrate with that sound and this large creature spins its head towards you it's row upon row of sharpened teeth it's very shark-like and it's dull black eyes just staring in your direction tillman and you lock eyes and this the whole thing shudders and it takes the pain nine points of damage nice job i curse an awkward <laughs> all right it actually um It looks back, looks up at you, and blinks. Well, not blinks, but like sh kind of flinches for a second, and mutters back. Um, it's not quite Aquin, but it's close enough. It's like um, it's like a version of Aquin. In the basic meaning, go ahead and do an intelligence check for me, there, Tillman. Not saving through, but check. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> All right. He said something. It sounded like blah, blah. <laughs> Must be a different dialect. Yep. Sorry, bud. All right. Um, you heard him, though. He's not happy about that. Okay, coming up next. It's his turn. Um... Okay, so here's what's going to happen next. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he, he rushes forward the 15 feet towards uh, Hilda and Oof. uses one okay. of its actions to just kick you. <laughs> As it's trying to just force you out of the ship. So it kicks you hard. Uh, do an opposed athletics check, please. Ooh, what, what does that mean? 
Uh, so roll your uh, athletics. Ah, okay. Ooh, okay, that will be a 16. Damn! So it kicks you, and it, it must have got the angle wrong, as like, <laughs> um, it does not... You just take the hit, and it it only rolled a 9. <laughs> it's like... Little big girl! Little no big kidding. Girl. You just don't. You turn your head. <laughs> uh, nice. Alright, he does not successfully do that, but he's going to continue doing what he did before, what he wanted to do, which was... Um, uh, he moves away from you, though, uh, and le- just barely... Uh, you know what? I'm going to say uh, roll a d20 for me. A higher is good for you. Uh, 11. Okay, you needed to clear the 10. He just barely leaves your range. So you get the reaction. As he leaves your range, as he tries to close in on Tillman, his massive shark-like jaws just <sighs> kind of salivating oh. and, and moving towards Tillman. Uh, but Hilda, then, you get a swing. I, I incur just a regular damage. Um, you don't actually take any damage. He is moving and leaving. You get an attack of opportunity. Uh, you can oh. attack him. Okay, so roll attack roll. Yep. And and also, he moved into flank. Ooh. He's not the smartest of giant shark creatures. Um, so you get advantage. <laughs> uh, that will be a 23. 23. That hits. Go ahead and roll some damage. With my, uh, since I'm wielding my battle axe two-handedly. Ooh, that is a 14 damage. Ooh. He should not have turned his back on you. <laughs> Damn. Little All right. <laughs> you just take a chunk out of him and this massive gash across his back. And he's got the, the center back fin, very similar to a shark, but not quite as prominent, uh, running all the way from the top of his head all the way down. Uh, and then uh, it's kind of a long spine fin. Uh, and it's a little longer in the middle. Uh, and you just take a gouge out of that. And his blood is flowing freely, but you just you see his head, and he sniffs the, and the the scent of blood seems to be driving him uh, uh, into a bit of a frenzy. Um, just oh, a question goes. for you, Tillman: Are you injured at all? Uh, I am. Yep, yeah, I am. Okay, he's got the scent of your blood, so he has advantage as he unloads his final two attacks on you. First attack, uh, he tries to hit you with the uh, with the trident that he's carrying. Uh, that's going to be a 17. Does that hit your AC? Nope. Nice. The first one you parry to the side, clack with your own um, halibird. Uh, and then he, he just abandons all sense at this point and just goes in for the bite. <sighs> Uh, and doesn't do very well. Uh, 13. Nope. All right, so you, you just get the halibird in the way, and you're, you're holding him. What rage is fucking His <laughs> teeth are just busy snapping just in front of your face as you're holding him off with the shaft of your halibird. All right, that is his turn. Um, 
<laughs> okay. All right. Next up, it is Rook. Hey, uh, I see this. I from my hiding spot, shoot him. Nice. You <laughs> pop up. Um, just be aware, if you miss badly, Tillman is very close. I think I have advantage. Exactly. First roll. Was not a good roll. It's a good thing you have advantage. Because that was oh, a two. Ten. And that was a three. <laughs> uh, for a total of ten, though. So you don't risk Tillman. You line up the shot and you think, ah, oh, I gotta get a little away from Tillman. And you release, and it just just drops a little too much and clips that one cannon that's in between the two of you. Or the second cannon, I should say. And just ricochets off it, deflecting your shot. Um, you still have a bonus and a move if you want it. Uh, I, I don't think I'm gonna necessarily move close. You know what? I will... I'll move probably like up here, and because I think Helda mentioned that there's others that are coming, and I'm going to hide from up here. That way, sure. I can kind of get shoot anything that comes out as well. Sure, you dash so across that small again. open section uh, from yeah. your hiding spot behind the cannon and duck behind a crate, uh, or rather a chest that's there. All right, coming up next, yeah. fifteen. Gex. All right, done. Gex, you're up. <clears throat> as my throat goes crazy what do you want to do oh i'm gonna stab him in the face or whatever part of him becomes upon the end of my sword what's my bonus oh i have so many different bonuses it's hard to keep track oh first world problems <laughs> uh. 21 for 21 it, hits. Assuming that ends up hitting him. Uh, nine damage. It's nine. Oh, but if someone close to him, plus I get the sneak attack damage. That you do. Which is another eight. So 17. Woo. That is no small amount of damage. <clears throat> As you're just taking chunks out of him and stabbing and like slashing. Uh, it's yeah, he's looking pretty hurt, uh, but it, it just seems to be making it mad as it's now got all four of its arms and two of them are holding this this trident and it is just like just beat like in a fury, uh, in a frenzy even a blood frenzy. All right, uh, coming up next, Hilda. All right, so technically at this point we're, we're flanking. Yep. This creature. Okay. Uh, I am going to continue. Uh, oh, Hilda. Trying to attack. Hilda, I need you to do yes. a wisdom uh -huh. saving throw, please. I forgot something. Oh, okay. That will be a 16. You succeed. For a moment, your muscles seem slow to move, and then you just power through carry on hmm. something actually weird. you know this you can hear <laughs> behind you floating in the water the head is just above the water looking up at the hole 
um, you see this creature um, snarling at you. But you see a little bit further back, you see this smaller one, also its head just above. But that one has an arm extended out towards you, and it seems to be muttering something. But it doesn't seem to have any effect on you. Okay. Well, it little big cast girl coming in close. <laughs> well, you know, I think that like momentary like struggle made me turn back and look. But I am going to still continue swinging my axe down at this Yahogan witness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm, for I'm not Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses watching this or listening to this episode. Okay, that will be an 18. 18's a hit for the big guy, right? Yeah, that's a hit. And you, you are flanking, so you do have advantage. And 18 hits, so... 18 uh, well, hits. I guess maybe it could be better. In case you crit, yeah. Uh, uh, that, that was... Worth that a was try. <laughs> the previous one was better. Uh, so I will be doing a... 10 points of damage. 10 points of slashing damage. All right, 10 slashing. Ooh, this thing is looking so very rough as it's just barely holding on as Hilda just continues to carve chunks out of it. Um, all right. It is sushi night. It is, it is. All right, next up, I believe, is Tillman. Tillman would like to make another intelligence check. Sure. To see if he... It's been bothering him what he said, and uh, maybe, you know, after a certain time, he can decipher what it is. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> With he's, a four. <laughs> he's rather upset not to know what it is. Wait, I think he will you go conjugate in. it, but then what's the infinitive? He's trying to give me a hickey. He, he's so frustrated at not understanding, he goes into a rage. <laughs> You're just so confused. It's ah. So, All right. Unfortunately, um, it's that you're not you're not using your action to do that, but it is very unfortunate. Yeah, what's the bonus action for rage, right? Uh, are, you're actually and, doing this? Yeah, I'm actually raging. All right, you're just like. As this snarling shark thing, and you just growl right back at it. And now there's two very angry creatures in here. All right, what do you want to do now that you're in your rage? So I get plus two to melee damage with strength weapons. And advantage Excellent. on strength things. Strength things. All right, well, he'll attack the main guy that's uh, beside me um, with his halberd. Do it. Nice. Do it, do it. Hold on, hold on. So. That's right, folks. Tillman just lost his cool. Ooh. <laughs> oh, add, no. add, two, add two to that. So that, uh, 26, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's, um, that's a solid hit. Uh, how much damage? 
This is what you add the 11. damage to. So this, you add to the damage. Oh, not plus two. Damage. Okay, so yeah. 13. Oh, so you just like, and you push him back and his stands up straight. And then you just with this halibird in this massive sweep. And the axe head of the halibird just cleanly cuts just below the gills on this thing. And the shark-like head just severed cleanly as this whole massive creature falls over backwards and the and the trident just clatters to the ground with this thing. And outside I got mad case of the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> so should, should, should we all kind of be reacting here to be like, whoa, Tillman. Go for it. This Tillman is pissed. Pissed. Damn. And just screaming Ooh. is next. <laughs> what did that thing say to him? I can't understand. I can't understand. And outside in the water, you can see this larger of these two creatures that are floating there. It sees this fall, this um, this large four-armed creature fall, and it. And this one kind of sees it and drops its hand and looks back at the sh- at the smaller one floating in the water and says something. Um, and the other one lets out this screech like this. And, um, and they both look at each other and dive below. Uh, the big guy dives below and quickly moves away. And the smaller one lingers for a second moving slightly to see the fallen large creature and Hilda you're the one who sees this most because you're close but Gex from that angle you'd be able to see if you weren't so distracted by Tillman um I need you either Hilda or Gex to do a perception check uh actually all three of you um can do a perception check but it's at disadvantage Rook is the only one who can't easily see this just angles. How'd you do? Perception this event? Yeah. <laughs> so 15 for me. 15 is still pretty good. And a four for T- Timely is just, I'm oh, sorry, uh, Hilda is just so shocked by uh, Tillman just losing his nugget. Uh, and Gex, you take it all in and you see the. I love that line. I might save that for later. I'll let you say it. Um, But you see all of this come in, and you can see this creature kind of floating in the water, this kind of longer fin, side fins, shark-like eyes, very similar to him, but much, much smaller, um, as the Shahogan priestess takes in what happened and then turns and sinks below the waves. All right. It appears there are no more enemies as you're standing surrounded by ichor and blood and more calamari than anyone has any right to eat. Uh, And shark uh, of this Shahogan Baron, which you have dropped that and you have successfully fended off these enemies. There's a moment of quiet and growling from your turtle friend. A few seconds later, you oh. hear... Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
So, um, Tillman just looks around, makes sure there's no enemies, reaches on a shell, then pops a shroom. <laughs> Calms you're, back down. You're chewing it, and um, you, you look past Tillman as you take everything in looking for enemies, and you, you see you, your, your companions, the strange acquaintances, you see the fallen, crumpled body of Barrack crushed in the oh, corner. Man in a heap not moving the damage on the ship and now descending the stairs or the ladder you see little halfling looking over still terrified and you see a turtle woman descending the stairs and she looks at you as you kind of munch on your your shroom and you've you've managed to fend them off and all is quiet as the night returns and with that... Oh, man, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, oh, no. Geez. Oh, man. Shark's fucking busted. <laughs> you, he, has no, uh, he has no recollection what happened. Uh -huh. You became a very, very hangry little turtle pillar for a little while there. It was handy, though. Gax is just going to turn and yell to the whole crew, Muster yourselves and begin repairs! Let's and get then, a persuasion uh, check. Yes, I will, you know, in my most commanding commander's voice. Which is, ooh, a 19. Whoa, oh, they so. actually listen to you. Um, Plus they, one, it's a 20. There's only one person who... Um, Tammy the turtle. Oh, I didn't do that on purpose. Damn it. Tammy, <laughs> kind of at the sound of your voice, Gex, kind of gives her head a shake. And she calls up to the captain above and she's like, It's okay. It's. Fuck! <laughs> it's okay! They fended it off! It's... It's... We've got a man down! And, he and little Lek goes scrambling across the deck. And goes over and kneels down next to the crumpled body of Barak uh, on the opposite side. And he's just quietly weeping. Aww. And you've got a moment of still and quiet in now, the night. It was Barak dead or can I still do spare to dying on him? Um, unfortunately, it happened pretty early in and he is gone. All right. Um, so Todd, like, after Tillman finds out that he did this in a fit of rage, not, no, you know, having any recollection, um, I, I, I want him to be, to, to go in, in a quiet corner somewhere and not atone, but like, uh, meditate or, you know, seek, uh, his deity's uh, forgiveness for, so I, I want to have an element of chance in there. Absolutely. So I'm gonna have That's you to see if I if I lose favor or, you know. Sure. Um, so, so I'll let you decide what you want me to roll. But absolutely. So Tillman turns and walks away, and goes past uh, up the ladder, past Tammy, um, not really even looking at her as everybody just kind of watches him go and kind of takes it all in, and. He makes his way to the top deck again. 
out where he can see the sky and stands there kind of leaning out over the over the rail and i need you to do a wisdom saving throw The stars still glimmer in the sky. The anger and the boiling of your blood seems to be calmed by the sea and the dark night and the twilight above. You haven't lost your connection but you're not the same anymore Hmm. you take a few deep breaths as you all collect yourselves and you take a moment and you all go up to level 5 level 5 and with All that, right. I think we're going to take a little break. And, uh, I mean, you can do the math on your level if you want now, or you can come back later. Um, but we're going to take a little break now, and uh, we'll be back in, what, 10 minutes? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll be back in 10 minutes, everybody. Uh, interweaves, don't forget, if this is your first time here, uh, drop us a sub or a like or a follow or whatever it is from whichever platform you're listening uh just help us out and uh spread the word if you want and don't forget you can always influence the game live if you want to if you're enjoying what you're seeing all right thanks very much click the thing click the thing okay thank you we'll be right back that's not the button that's the button all right thank you All right, all right. Let's do this thing. All righty, we're going to come on back. Hey, everybody, welcome back from break. Let me just make that all a little quieter. Okay, okay. So you had a pretty epic throwdown. You're resting. Uh, you can kind of decide what you want to do from here. Um, Tillman's still up on the deck, just staring off, pondering. What did he mean? What did he say? <laughs> just and on now, the... now he's Is that because a personal quest? <laughs> no, I but must... now he's rectified the situation. He now can detect whatever the other person's thinking. It's true. <laughs> so you all feel somehow stronger tougher better than before whatever aspect of you uh that you've chosen and on the grindy bits um uh, do you want to share what choices you made or are you going to keep them to yourselves it's up to you the leveling up courses? yeah if you want you don't have to but you can share if you feel like yeah i'll i'll share mine so yeah i i decided to go uh, another level of cleric nice and uh He's a little wiser. A little bit wiser, a little bit older, a little bit tortler. <laughs> a little bit tortler. <laughs> See, he, he went into his cocoon, but after the very hangry tortle pillar, 
He came out and he was a butterfly. A turtlefly? A rage filled butterfly. Rage filled <laughs> butterfly. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, we're just going around the horn and just, if you feel like sharing your decisions for moving up to level five, you're welcome to. Caring is caring. Decisions. I have no decisions for my level five. Yeah, me neither. It's just, it, it is what it is. A more yeah. better road. Uh, hey, uh, you get uncanny dodge, you get like a, an extra d6 sneak attack. Hey, those are good things. Good things. You got no choice. Absolutely. Well, you've always got a choice. You could have multi-classed in something useless sure. like Bard. <laughs> Sandbridge making. <laughs> Same thing. Why well, I picked up a feed at level four, and I think I said what it, what I think I'm gonna take out of that. Nice. All right. And, and what about you, Hilda? Did you um, multi-class in? Uh, uh, you sold your soul to a demon in that time, right? <laughs> Sushi master. Oh yes. Looking at the array of calamari I have. And it's shark, true. I <laughs> specialize in sushi. Decided to put down my yeah, adventure tools. from med school. <laughs> the oh, room. Yeah, the the uh, my prognosis is that thing is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is um, very dead. But <laughs> it's very dead. Uh, for level five, I can't make heads or tails of what's happening, so. As per um, advice, I might try to use the D and D Beyond character sheet. Oh, that's cool! No help problem. Take streamline your time. that a little bit better because the roll twenty is like, okay, I put a number in here. Oh yeah, roll twenty gets number. a little crunchy. That's fair. Um, yeah. All right, but you're still going paladin. All right, awesome. And uh, I'm gonna stay going as paladin. a level five DM. That's gonna be my goal. All mm -hmm. right. Let's dive back in. Um, so, Tillman, let's start with you. You're sitting on the top deck, just staring out, breathing deeply, just kind of forcing yourself in through the nose, shudder, out through the mouth, in through the nose, hold it, out through the mouth. A few seconds later, the blurry red around the edges of your vision fade and all that's left is twilight and stars. You're feeling better about life again. Your drugs have kicked in, but you're still a little worried. It's still bat country. Meanwhile, what are the rest I of you doing good. below? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Tillman. No, I feel good. I'm take a look at the horizons, making sure things copacetic, you know, then, oh, shit, man, yeah, I got my friends, I wonder how they are, man. Then, you know, turn looking around. And you see Tammy just coming up to the top deck, oh. and you see Zim not too far away, uh, the ca the captain of the ship, and they they exchange a few quiet words, both glancing in your direction. And Zim nods and goes back and mutters a few commands to Lek, who has also come back up, and Lek kind of just staring off into space. 
and he and the captain repeats himself. Lek, I need you to um Lek 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 kinda of shakes his head. Uh, he, he was always nice to me. And and Tammy oh. turns to Zim and is just like Where's my button? Um, he, uh, Barak didn't make it. He's taking it pretty hard. Oh, um, right. Uh, get Paul to do it then. Take over the tiller. Lek. Uh, take a, take hey, a man. breather. Let me talk to him, man. I'll calm down. All right. And uh, Zim kind of disappears down below to take stock of things. He jumps overboard. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Just Life's kidding. not worth living. <laughs> I. All right, so he goes down below, leaving uh, just Tammy quietly running the tiller, uh, while Tillman walks over and, and goes to over to Lek. What do you want to say to him? Hey, man, sorry for your loss, but you know, life's about balance, man. <clears throat> you lose some, you gotta take the good. You gotta remember them, and. You gotta use that to carry on, man. You'll do great. I know you, man. You're good. I gave him a shroom. Uh, can I get you to roll a persuasion check for me, please? Uh, what's sorry? Persuasion with advantage. You get advantage oh, for shroom. So. Alright. 16. 16. <laughs> That's what the. Fucking minus three. <laughs> That's surprisingly <laughs> effective. Lek is um, just kind of staring for a while out over the sea, and he looks back up at you. Yeah. Yeah. Beric would want us to carry on. Yeah, man, he would. He would. You, um... You and your friends, if if you hadn't been here, we'd we'd all. He takes a shuddering breath. I know, man. I know, but yeah. The moon always watches over us, man. She's got her back. And the two of you just stare up at the stars for a while. Until your buzz kicks in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Meanwhile, down below, what's everybody doing? I'm going to I guess the first thing I'm going to do is maybe take a look at the, the body 
so I can see if there's anything interesting, any, like, not just valuables, but anything that might kind of indicate why they attacked us. Sure. Um, yeah. Go ahead and do uh, an investigation check. And Gex's yeah is going to give you advantage. I'm assuming you're helping. Yeah. Rogue's got a rogue. Okay. Do you want a rogue or should I rogue? <laughs> Let's rogue to. Let's rogue together. Let's rogue together. <laughs> rogue, rogue, rogue is a boat. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Both rolls were good, but the second one was a nat 20. Damn. 21? Yeah. Damn. Oh, okay. damn. All right. <laughs> all right all right it was a very yeah. enthusiastic yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you find nothing on the giant squid octopi thing um it's it's a massive amount of meat and it would definitely sustain a crew if properly cooked uh but it is absolutely an apex predator and um and you yeah terrifying in size in fact large parts of it have to be hacked off before the ship will sail properly um because it's just dangling at parts of it are still dangling out the at the window that it pried in the side of the ship you also quickly realize that the ship is severely damaged it took um a total of 83 points of damage out of a total of 300 before it sinks. So um, that's going to be enough to make it... You're going to have to sail it carefully and slowly because of the massive hole in the side of the ship. Now, it's above the water level, but if if it's tilting and if the wind is coming at a particular angle and the waves are coming at a particular angle, uh, that would be bad because you'd start taking on pretty significant amounts of water. So you're going to have to be very careful how you sail it uh, going forward, so the ship is going to be moving at three quarters speed, uh, is going to be its max until repaired. It is a significant yeah. amount of damage. Oh. Uh, go ahead. I can go on. I can go on mending duties, if, uh, uh, if that helps. And what were you saying there, Steve? I'm gonna get the crew to start moving everything to the other side of the ship to give it a bit of a list intentionally oh. okay all right so you start organizing that um and uh rook yep you then turn your attention to the fallen uh uh sahugan sahagan sahagan sahugan baron which is this Sahugen. large shark-like bipede well actually uh it's it's got legs and a long tail and four arms and no head uh and it's um it is wearing like a chest plate of like chelatinous armor uh which has probably been it's it's a very strange kind of armor and you actually see um it's it's actually quite a wondrous plate of armor uh it does have a breastplate uh that is incredibly intricate in the way that the seams come together 
It actually looks like it was probably part of some kind of massive lobster type creature, but they've <laughs> reused it and and melded it and and uh, crafted it in such a way that it would be a usable breastplate. In fact, a, a very high quality one at that. Um, so that might be worth a, a bit more of a look. And it's got the shimmer and sheen to it. Um, and cat in your ear whispers, um, Oh, look at that edging. Look at those runes. I'd bet dollars to donuts. That is enchanted. Um, otherwise, you also see this massive um, trident, which is, it's uh, almost like it's got these smooth, sharpened blades out each side and the center spear which would be quite a very nice polearm to use for anybody who felt so inclined. Uh, and that, again, is also seems to have some enchantment on it and some runic emblazing uh, along it. Uh, along with this, it's got a pouch, and um, which is more of, I mean, it, its size is very large. Uh, so it's actually, its pouch is basically the size of a small satchel. And inside of it, you find uh, several uh, pearlescent type gems uh, that are probably worth a fair bit. So uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, well, I'll just roll a little bit here. Let's see. Uh, yep. So that's going to be worth in the range of about 400 gold. You find a small handful of these. And at a glance, you've, you've done a fair bit of casing in your time. And you can see that these these gems, a few of them are gems and a few of them are more like pearls. Uh, but all together, there's, uh, they're probably worth about 100 each. And there's about four of them. And some glittering, you know, gold coins or nuggets as well. So you get about 406 gold worth of treasure. Uh, there's also a really tightly capped scroll case. Um... And and it's it's incredibly tight woven material, and it's got two caps, one at each end. Uh, do you want to open it or take a look at it? Or uh, it looks like it it's some kind of case like structure that can be opened. Uh, okay, so I will want to check it for traps, and I don't want to open it alone. Fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna get. So what I'll do is I'll, another investigation check. Bit. Okay. <clears throat> um. Not good. Six. But uh, so I don't. Yeah, no idea. It but looks, uh, I guess first. It it looks watertight. Is probably what yeah. you can gather, but other than that, that's about it. So I'm going to, um, I guess, when I can reach everyone else and say, like, call them over and say, hey, you know, like I'd split it up the the gems evenly, so we each we'd each get, I don't know, like a hundred each. Yep. Did you say four hundred or four hundred and six? Uh, four hundred, and then there's six kind of nuggets worth of gold. Okay. You can just um 
Yeah, sure. And so I'll give like a hundred to to everyone else, and then um, um, I'll mention the the breastplate seems like it's enchanted, and the trident as well. Um, and then there's this scroll case that seems like it's was watertight, and I doubt that I'll be able to read anything on it. <laughs> so I'll hand it behind the scroll case to Tillman, and I'll say, I don't think it's trapped or anything, but I just don't know. All right, so Tillman, it, right. you've come back down with them, and uh, the repairs are underway. Do you want to open it up? Yeah, man. All right. I'm going to need you to roll a d20 for me, sir. Woohoo. And what's your wisdom modifier? Uh, plus three. Ooh, five. Plus three is eight. Oh, no. As I do a bad Christopher Walken impression. Um, <laughs> okay, Tillman, you pop this scroll. And there's this foreboding sense of falling in the pit of your stomach. And there's this moment where you you kind of lose track of yourself. And it's like you're you're descending deep deep down. Where the sunlight and the starlight cannot touch it. The black water. And you're fine. It's not trapped. <laughs> You kind of give your your head a little shake, and you pop this thing oh, open, man. and you there's this really tightly woven roll of almost like a really big roll of kelp, like a like a leaf, all tightly woven, and on it are these etchings, these runes that seem to be magically imprinted in this kelp. You All said right. you speak Aquan, yeah? Yep. It's, again, so similar. When you heard it, it was, it was just like a very strange dialect. But this is similar, but different. It's Shahogan. Or Sahogan. And it is, I know, every time. Uh, a religious text? Their religious text. They really did want us to hear their good word. I will let you <laughs> roll. It's a pamphlet. Um, I will. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna. I will let you roll. This time, however, I'm gonna give you advantage to decipher it. Roll an intelligence or or arc, like arcana or. Let's do religion. Actually. <laughs> okay, religion with advantage, okay. Ooh. 18. 18. Nice. Some of the words, the meaning eludes you, but the general gist of it. You get a weird moment, so you, you half roll it out. And you're seeing some of these words, and it keeps rolling for a little while. It's really tightly packed. 
and uh, it's starting to crack in a few places, but you can, you're making out the beginning little bit, and it mentions... It has been opened. They scrabble, struggle, scrabble over scraps. But the prize is found. It's not an exact translation, but something about the prize is found. Okay. That's a scroll that says the prize is found. The prize is found. And you keep scrolling down, and it says the seer. The seer. This has been signed or drawn or created, drawn up by the seer. And you can see there's a and it's it's done in in a magic script one that can resist water um and very much like uh digitating something into a text but it tends to last um and so you can see this etching at the bottom as you get down and you see this rough circular outline uh a very humanoid kind of but but broad body and and a smaller arms and legs and you see it held aloft and in the background you see this yellowish tint like this yellow glow and it's got two orbs of yellow very close proximity together like almost touching so you can almost not distinguish them but they are distinct and then there's a third little light of of glowing orb but it's not with the other two it's being held inside the by the hand of this kind of larger circular humanoid shape this has been etched in in this kind of flowing ink At the very bottom of this drawing, it says four words. Found. Well, sorry, five words. <laughs> Found. The jewel of three prayers. Found the jewel of the three prayers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So Hilda. Yeah, I'll share that with the group. Yeah, you share with the group, so you're so all kind of huddled around. You can all kind of make this out as I'm assuming. Yeah, as as Tillman kind of narrates through it, and um, others join you. The captain. Uh, Tammy kind of peeking over your shoulder and just as as you're all kind of gathered up what do you want to do? He said found jewel of three prayers? Yeah. It's, it's a rough translation but if you had to say it says 
they found it. The jewel of the three prayers. Mm. And you can Maybe see in the drawing, two of them are very close. And the third one is held in this kind of rotund, round, rough shape. Uh, can I do any type of check, like to, is it, like, is it on the shape of the jewels themselves? Because it's just a... Um, yeah, go for it. Do a, um, do an investigation check. Or history. While he's doing that, I would suggest we might want to ask Kelpo if he knows anything. Yeah. I was even thinking about maybe Anna. Hmm. Hmm. Right. So as you're doing but, that, uh, you're kind of getting some ideas. Fetch ye the raft, girl. Now, I, I don't know what I could roll or whatever, but I, I know that I have a glowing shard of the Gauntlet Star. Would that make any association with this? You're thinking that just as Tammy kind of leans over your shoulder and goes, <laughs> Yeah, that looks, looks like, like you. you. And she punches you in the shell. <laughs> yeah man it does it does look like me and with that we're gonna call it a night wow okay uh -huh. thanks very much everybody so something something's up you're not sure what but something's up alright we are gonna need a title for tonight's Anybody? Anybody? So good witness. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know what else went on. Internet, you are welcome if you're live with us uh, to make suggestions on what our title should be as well. I feel like we should be uh, uh, squids or calamari. Squid and savior. Yeah, or an, an, an unwelcome visit from the Jehogan Witnesses. <laughs> That's so... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I feel like I'm getting in trouble for that one. But, I mean, it is what it is. It is. All right. Knock, well, knock. Who's there? Squid. It's not all fun in Squid Games. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, too. I don't know. Squid Games. Well, actually, it was, it was quite fun. Squid Games <laughs> and Shahogan Witnesses. <laughs> I, I do like the Squid and Savior too, but anyway. Uh, by the yeah, way, yeah, we yeah, respect all creeds and backgrounds, but um, I mean, it's little. Okay, how would you guys pronounce S A H U A G I N? Say that again. S A H. Shahogan? Shahagin. Shahagin, right? Shahajin? Shahagin. Shahajin? Say it again. S-A-H-U-A-G-I-N. My apologies to the D&D purists who have encountered these beasts before. It It's a beastie. Look at that guy. He's cutie. 
He's a cutie. You pronounce it Sahajin. Sahajin? Oh, Sahajin. 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 No, no, no. The Hogan. And that's the other smaller one. And then an even skinnier one was the priest. You pronounce it Joaquin Phoenix. My rendition of it. That's pretty darn good. Shark. It's a land shark is what it is. It's, it's a, a land, mean... it's a land shark with extra arms. And that That's was funny. And, and congrats to to Tillman for finally getting mad. That was that was a good moment. <laughs> uh, thanks before, very much for joining us again, there, the abominable shark. Scotsman. Thank you. It was it was the <laughs> Oh, I have a um... drawing. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I really love it when you throw your art up on Instagram. I, uh, so if you wanted to share your notes, that's one of them. Like, I, my notes are terrible, as you probably well know, if if I keep them at all. But I love the visual notes. That's so fun. Sorry, what were you saying, Steve? <laughs> I have a sponsor for sure. Ooh, yes, Ooh. let's let's cut to a word from our sponsors. This week's sponsor, well, let me introduce it this way. You've played a bunch of sessions of D&D, and your dungeon master has been desperately trying to get you to battle something, and you keep talking your way out of it. So he freaks out and gives you two full sessions of battle, not letting up for a second. He's just raging on the inside. Get your doctor to prescribe him D&D Prozac. Settle him down. <laughs> Special D&D DM Prozac. Available at your pharmacist with a prescription from your doctor. <laughs> well, we had to make up for lost time. <laughs> Darn yeah, it, so, talking um, your way out of everything. <laughs> so yeah, you can hit up our Instagram and see some of these visual notes uh, that Dimily's done before. Thanks so much, Dimily. If you don't mind, Sharon, I love, I love that stuff. That's great. Um, and of course, you can also see some of our titles. Our previously recorded stuff is all up on the Insta places and the uh, uh, iPod. Does anybody have an iPod anymore? Uh, the uh, podcast places and YouTube and Twitch. And thanks so much. Don't forget to follow and all that. And we'll be back uh, hopefully next week. And uh, we'll see where this goes from here. And for those of you who caught the... Um, the little spoiler of where this might go from here. Um, welcome aboard, and just like last time, get ready. Buckle up, because we're going places. All right. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate that, Abominable Scotsman. Um, we do have a page for Patreon, but I don't think I accept that. You know what? Do me a favor just, like, tell two friends. That'd be so much. Ah, thanks so much. And um, so we'll get the title up there, and... Uh, Shahajin Witness and <laughs> Squid Games and the Shahajin Witness. That's what we're going to say. All right, have a great night, and we'll see you in a week. Cheers. Good night. <laughs>